culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, and you should know it by now. It is the final week of our Summer of Love Month. It is over. It's the last week. And today I have a panel who I consider relationship experts. Uh, One is a certified expert and the other two have been in long committed relationships and are way better at giving any advice that I ever could. First up, I have returning to the show today is the lovely lady who you might recognize from TLC's Trading Spaces, among many other popular shows. Please welcome back to today's show, Paige Davis. Yeah. Welcome. Hi, Paige. Thanks. How are you? I'm Zach. I'm great. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. Yes, and you have a new... This time, I'm actually... I know I can actually see your pretty face this time. You're Skyping into today's show. Um, And you have a a fun campaign that you're doing right now with Operation Backpack, right? Yes, I really appreciate you letting me talk about this. Um, This is my 12th year of doing Operation Backpack. I started just sort of as a spokesperson for it. um, And before I knew what happened, I became deeply involved. And it's a school supply drive, and it's sponsored by Volunteers of America, which is a nationwide uh, social services uh, organization. And Mm -hmm. I'm on the board of directors of the New York chapter. And so that's the chapter I work with, with Operation Backpack. And we are in the middle of our huge drive right now and trying to collect money so that we can give grade-specific school supplies to children in need in our homeless shelters and in the New York City area. That is 20,000 children, 20,000 school-aged children in our homeless system. I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, it's this has been the summer of love month, and we've talked about relationships and dating and sex, but I think that's a big part of love is is charity, you know, and giving. I love it. So how can people support? Giving is very important. Um, Well, the easiest way is to give money, obviously. If you go to my CrowdRise page, um, which... Well, you, if you look up Paige Davis's Operation Backpack on CrowdRise, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also go to OperationBackpackNYC.org, and you can donate there. And that's also a place where you can find out how to set up your own drive if you want to. And it's, it's a really wonderful campaign because here in New York, people can actually donate physical school supplies. And there's drop locations here. And it's a very tangible campaign that I love. Um, there's something really, really amazing 
about actually holding a backpack and holding a folder and a, you know, dictionary or a scientific calculator or watercolors or whatever it is yes. for the grade and knowing that's going to be in the hands of a child. Absolutely. And I, I love this sort of the public awareness aspect of the campaign because a lot of people have this misplaced idea that homelessness is somebody's fault, that if you're homeless, you must have done something to be that way. Right. And that's um, not always the case. It's not, it's not true. But even if it were true of an adult, it's certainly never true of a child. Absolutely. And, you know, giving them these supplies where they can go to school on that first day and look and feel like their classmates and not feel shame and not feel scared. You know, the biggest, one of the biggest sort of impacts and devastating effects of homelessness is the effect that it has on a child's education. And it's really only education that can end the cycle of poverty. Absolutely. So that's why donating is so important. Yes, so everybody, yes, everybody needs to go to operationbackpacknyc.org and make a donation right, right now, right now. <laughs> and also joining us on today's expert panel, I have the host of Black and White with you and me. And he's also a stand-up comedian and he's here to talk to us all about love and relationships because he, he, I think he considers himself a good lover and, and, and fairly decent person in relationships. Please welcome Mike Casentini. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I uh, I do consider myself uh, uh, a lover, and uh, and I am in a very good relationship. Although I think at times my girlfriend uh, does not like me, uh, <laughs> but we do all right. We do all right. We make things work. That's all. Nobody said uh, being in a relationship was easy. And I have Rena Marie here, who's here with me every every week. She puts up with my antics, and she's gonna be she's gonna be putting in a little two cents, making sure Mike uh, doesn't Mike stays. In so check. you did this on purpose because that right is, on that, purpose. Is my, that is my right girlfriend. That's my girlfriend. Yes, Rena Marie is. is my girlfriend. It There's is. no, I can't avoid this now. I thought he, I was gonna be able to talk bad about her, but now I can't. She's I'm right sorry, here, babe. I'm here, and I'm hearing it. And now, just for clarification, he, relationship no no. That's right. <laughs> He's a lover. <laughs> And I'm a fighter. So it works out well. It works yeah. out well. We're both Italians, so you can understand where that goes. It goes uh, It goes a little haywire sometimes, but we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. And we run the network studios together. And so we're a team in business and in love. So it's interesting. Yeah. So thank you for having yeah, me that participate. Is interesting. Okay, so let's start off. We're going to start off with our first segment, which is Swipe Left, Swipe Right, and... Um, Page, as you remember, swipe left is thumbs down, swipe right is thumbs up. It's basically digging it, not digging it. So let's let's get right into it and let's see um, what the what these topics where where you guys stand on them. So I'll swipe my way and then we'll go down the line and you'll each swipe your own. Okay. So the first one is uh, giving your partner a hall pass. Do you think it helps relationships or hurt relationships? I think I swipe. Left. I don't think I, I I like the idea of having a hall pass, but I'm interested to know what Mike and Rena think. I'm swiping left. Why? Well, I mean, just because it just gets into all sorts of madness. I mean, you, there's no yeah, th this I hall think... pass is a movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all it is. There's no there's no real. I've never I've never even met anybody to this day that's gotten the real hall pass. We've seen a lot or met a lot of people who have been adulterers or who have gone yeah. against the relationship. Who've taken yeah. the hall pass. But I've never, I mean, I, well, that said, I, I have met a couple of swingers, but that was at a, uh, you know, like a weird bar at a late night and I didn't mean to be there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm swiping left. Yeah, I swipe left. I feel like when you have a relationship between two people, it's very sacred. And I, yes. think, I think when you 
introduce another person into that relationship, it changes the dynamic. And unfortunately, I, I think you can't really ever come back from that. I think it's it's altered permanently. And that may be, you know, it's, it's to each his own, but I personally would swipe left to that. And I think for the person giving the hall pass, like there has to be either you did something wrong and you're feeling, you know, like you have to compensate for that or it's an insecurity and you feel like you're not good enough. And either way, it's just it's not good. Paige, what do you think, left or right? Left, absolutely. And and look, there are as many different relationships out there as there are people. And I know that, you know, every relationship has its own dynamic. But what I would say is that even if the two people think that it's something their relationship could survive or maybe even thrive on, I, I find that it's extremely dangerous territory. And yeah. you may think that it's fun and it's relaxed and you just, you know, trust your partner to have a little fun on the side and still be with you. But once you open that can of worms of physical intimacy, different things change inside of you. And I think if you open that window, it leaves the opportunity for someone to open the door and move in permanently, you know, on your love. And I just think it's really dangerous. I understand, you know, people thinking that it can be fun, but I think you would proceed yeah, you're walking a very thin line, and like it that. can go south very quickly. Yeah, my girlfriend gives me there. detention. Does that count? <laughs> detention? It's not. It's different. I'm not allowed to be in the halls after a certain time. But I get That's detention. Uh oh. So, well, on well, on that topic though, what what about what about cheating? Do you think cheating is um, is it a complete deal breaker? Is it something that a couple can recover from? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna let you start it off, Mike. Cheating? Yeah. Swipe oh, left or okay. right. Is it something that a couple can recover from? Uh, well, I mean, I would if we're if we're swiping right to say can a couple c- recover from cheating, I would swipe right. I mean, you know, but you know, yeah, I, I think people can recover from cheating. I, I think it's hard, and I think it takes uh, some some due diligence and some talk and some. But but ultimately, when cheating happens, there's a lack of communication, and I think that right. there's there's a lot of work that can be before even the cheating that can help with. Uh, fixing or working on uh, communication issues. Paige. Swipe right. I think a couple survive just about anything. Um, I think circumstances around the situation are probably paramount. You know, has someone been lying for years and the partner doesn't even know who they are? That might be a swipe left. You know, you can't come back from that. Um, Is it a one-time mistake? Uh, I think couples can be stronger than they realize. And I think the mores of our society, you know, put it in our brains that that's just a deal breaker. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be if, like Mike said, the couple does the due diligence. It takes a lot of time and a lot of hard work, but it can happen. Right. And you can be stronger from it. (laughs) Oh, Georgie. Ooh. Yeah, I, yeah actually, Georgie. Georgie, oh, here, Georgie. Georgie likes it's it. Okay, She's, Georgie. <laughs> she swipes right. <laughs> I, I agree with uh, with everything you guys have all said, and I think Paige is right. I, I mean, there's one um, woman who um, who's a writer and a therapist. Her name is Esther Perel, and she's she she focuses a large part of her practice on dealing with couples who have gone through you know infidelity and come back from it and and come back stronger and and you know it. I hope that no couple has to go through that, but I do think that if you do find yourself in that situation in a relationship and you work through it, you can oftentimes figure out what brought you there in the first place 
and then be mm-hmm. stronger for it on the other side and, and really improve your communication. And I mean, obviously, sometimes, you know, you're not going to come back. But I do swipe right to thinking and to, you know, to holding out hope that um, relationships can survive that. Makes good reality TV, though, doesn't it? That <laughs> yeah, cheating exactly. is just on the mark. Oh, yeah. What happened to Cheaters? Is that show still on? Well, you no, know, because a guy got stabbed oh, in the neck, I think. Oh, that's right. You know? yeah, and there was a lawsuit. Horrible, that's a yeah, horrible that's idea. Uh, well, on the topic of infidelity, what do you guys think of Ashley Madison? Last week they made headlines because... So for people that don't know what Ashley Madison is, it's a website for people that are in relationships or that are married where they can come and interact with other people. And it's basically a pro-cheating website. Yeah, well, Ashley doesn't return any of my calls anymore, so I don't know what the heck that's... No. I, I've never... Uh, you know, I've never... I actually, I'll be honest. The first time I ever messed with a with a dating website was like so because I've been involved with the dot com for most of my life. So I've been building for you know websites and doing mm-hmm. you know all sorts of different things, multimedia related and everything else my whole life. And when I, I think I, I signed up for a match.com and, and like the commercial says, it was like so hard to go through all the paperwork. Right. And but, all the questions. Uh, but I just, I, even when I did that and I sat in it and I was single at the time, obviously, and, and no one really, you know, the engagement factor on it was just like worse than um, blind dating almost. I didn't like it. I just didn't get it. And. I don't know. It's it's so set up for simple interactions that I think are, aren't what I like to stumble upon it. Interactions to the extent that I'm in a in a physical environment like a mall or a bar or a restaurant or you know passing through doorways and you bump someone on the shoulder. I mean, call me old fashioned, but I I like those. Yeah, you know. Me too. I think I think the the part about this is that you're talking about married people and. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I understand this site to be is your spouse does not know. Right. Oh, and that's, right. So that's what I believe, falls too. On the headline of secrecy. Like, if it's a secret, then it's probably not right. Like, we started this, you know, swipe left, swipe right about the hall pass thing. I think that's extremely dangerous, but it's up to a couple to decide. Right. And the other person knows what, the, what each other is doing. You know, with this Ashley Madison site or a, a website like it or... Uh, whatever, it's a secret. And I think right. anything that you cannot share with, with your partner, unless it's a birthday surprise party, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's wrong. And that's, yes. you know, that's just so that's you're, something in life. If, you're left if on you Ashley Madison. If you're hiding it, it's wrong. Left. Left, absolutely. I'm left. You would, you would pull her by the hair if you saw her in person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to make a buck. I, you know, God bless her. But, um, <laughs> I, I swipe I left, too. Right. Yeah, I swipe left, too. I I mean, I never really... I live in a, a, an interesting space b- with this because I actually have a friend, a female friend, who um, was in a very unique situation in her marriage, and she became a member of Ashley Madison, and she was participating in that, you know, without her husband knowing. And, and, and I just, I could never really get behind that. I don't like the commercials they were running. I don't like the concept of They were running commercials? Oh, yeah. Have you not seen those Ashley Madison seen, commercials? If I have, I've not been paying attention very much. They're so degrading, I think. And, oh you know, it's just, it's taking the, it's taking the, the institution, even though I hate that word, but like the, 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 the beauty of union, right? And whatever mm-hmm. two people consent to have between each other, it's taking that and just trivializing it down to, 
Are you sick of fucking the same person every day? Yeah. You want to have a little fun? You know, and it's this concept of secrecy and yeah. what your wife doesn't know won't hurt her. And I'm like, you guys are running these commercials on tell. <laughs> like, you are such yeah. scumbags. So, no, I swipe left on Ashley Madison. No, yeah. it's better like, a website that, you know, teaches you, like, how to spice up the relationship, how yeah. to make it new again instead of... You know, put the work into it as opposed to going out of it. You haven't been to Caliente.com? It's... Uh, (laughs) Uh Uh Uh-oh, take notes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last one in swipe left, swipe right. Um, And I want to hear more from Marina and Paige on this one. What do you guys think about hiring a hot nanny, Paige? (laughs) Are you left or right? What do you think about that one? Um... Would you ever hire a hot nanny? Swipe swipe right. If you have a strong relationship, it's not going to matter how hot, you know, you can, the nanny can be in your house or the the coworker can be at work outside the home. You know, your spouse either wants to be with you or they don't. Right. And, you know, it just, it it is what it is. Rena? Yeah. Hot girls should lose job. That's right. (laughs) I have a rule. I only hire. <laughs> uh, I only hire nannies with facial warts with hair growing out of them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I would totally hire a hot nanny. You gotta hire a hot nanny. The reason why you hire a hot nanny is you're letting your kids with somebody else. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, the hot person's gonna be like taken to the hospital right away. The hot person's gonna be, you know, you're never gonna run a risk. You know, they're probably the same. Hot people are probably one of the safest people on the block. Yeah, you need the hot nanny at the end of the day. I always would want Mrs. Nobody's Doubtfire. mad at the hot nanny no. on the streets. Yeah, sure. Everyone appreciates her. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I think I would swipe right to a hot nanny. And uh, real quickly, we forgot to do our drink of the week. Oh, oh that's great. right. We forgot yeah, to do. Already, we we started off with. I know because we already. Fin- I already yeah. almost finished mine. So this week's drink of the week is an apple kicker with uh, fresh apple juice with some lemon, ginger, cayenne pepper, and uh, some blue ice vodka. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. You like it? The juice is good, huh? Yeah, it's delicious. It, it has a real a real kick to it. It's uh, it's perfect for for kicking your cold and still still having a nice little drink while you're you know. And it's you got some weight to it because of the apple um, yes. pectin in the, the content in the juice. So it's a little heavier and it's just you mouthy and delicious. Did you just say pectin? Pectin. All right. Pectin. Well, there. What's up with this pectin. bottle, though? This bottle looks like. <laughs> oh, Paige, oh. oh, Paige's drink of the week is Perrier. Perrier. <laughs> <laughs> we have Perrier sometimes when we do use the soda water. Oh, we have a little soda water in mine. It's not Perrier. It's from Trader Joe's, but it's, <laughs> it's close enough. Close enough. You're fancy. You're really fancy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Thank you, Blue Eyes Vodka. And I like this. I like this juice. I'm going to have to get some more of it. I am digging it. Okay, so let's move into our next segment, which is called Help My Relationship. And these are questions from listeners, questions that people have sent in. Okay. And they want to know what advice we have for them. I'm going to, I don't know how much advice I can give them, but I'm going to try. <laughs> All right, our first question comes from Michelle, and Michelle says, uh, what's the best thing to do when close friends divorce and you're equally close to both of them? Ooh. Ooh. Paige, what do you think about this That's one? a good question. I just had this happen to me, like two weeks ago. Um, our friends Stuart and Brian broke up, and I am equally close to both of them. And it was, it was shocking, and it was difficult. I'm in a slightly probably easier position than some and that I believe, 
you know, it was amicable and they're going to actually try to remain friends. But they've been together 17 years and it's been pretty devastating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the best thing to do is to just follow your own truth. If you still care about both of them and you understand both sides, maintain a separate relationship as best as you can. And whatever you do, don't judge because nobody knows a couple except the couple. And it's not fair to judge them or any individual person. And as long as, and if you're not comfortable, ask questions, but just follow your own truth. And remember that no one's relationship has to be just like yours. I like it. Right? Yeah, I mean, That's really good advice. Yeah, I mean, you like, you like, if you like both people, you like both people for different reasons. And you should, if you're a human True. and you breathe oxygen and drink water, I think you should be able to discern the qualities of the different people that you like. And you, you make room for everybody if you're, you know, capable, have enough room in the calendar. I think that, you know, I, I always hated that. I always hated when people just, they, ju- they choose that one side and yeah. they walk away. It's like you're a jerk at that point. What kind of yeah. jerk are you? you yeah, not yeah, a fan. You can, you can still make the relationship work with both people. You don't need to split it. You need to pick one over the other. Now, if you hated the other guy and you thought the other guy was an asshole, <laughs> then you got to- Then there you go. <laughs> there you, you have an excuse to no longer talk to them. <laughs> relationship's but you, over. I think you I think Bye. you air that out early on and yes. you go, you know, I think I think your friend- uh, right. you know. that's true. I think your boyfriend is awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you broke up with him. Okay, our next question comes from Amy. Amy says, I have a horrible relationship with my in-laws over four years and no progress. Uh, what can I throw? When can I throw in the towel and stop playing nice, Rena? What do you think about in-laws? Oh boy, um, they can be awful. She doesn't like my mom. <laughs> oh, that's not true. That's I actually, love she his loves mother. I love his mother. My mom's a sweetheart. Nobody can not love her. I I think that communication is really important, and I tend to be. Um, a confrontational person over oh, being someone you, over gonna, being someone hashtag confrontational everybody if you're watching this show hashtag no, Italian I'm, blood I'm Italian and if something is is askew and if there's something that needs to be said oh baby you better believe I'm gonna say it yeah, she, you know we, so, we actually have a bell that she dings it's pretty sweet <laughs> because I like to get shit out in the open and if there's yes. you know what I mean so in this listener's situation I'm sorry but I would be ringing that bell I'd be saying okay Obviously, you have a problem with me. What's the problem? Let's get it out on the table. Let's let's either bring it to a boil so that it can boil over and heal and something new can be born, or let's call it a day because at the end of the day, that's there's nothing more uncomfortable and there's nothing more more traumatic to a relationship than to have that going on like in brewing beneath the surface. Absolutely. It's gonna be healthier for her relationship if she can figure out what the problem is and see if there's a resolve that's available, you know. So I would call it out. Send them on a Viking cruise. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I I I say you you are throwing the towel. And I I am not someone who believes that blood is thicker than water. I do not necessarily believe a hundred percent that family is always thicker than your friends or or whatever. Um, But unless a family member is actually hurting you in some way or your children are in danger in some way, um, you never give up. I mean, you just don't give up. That's your kid's grandparents. That's Or at least have a conversation to come to a level of understanding. You know? So if you're like, I don't like you, but you know what? We're going to make this work. Yeah. I think you're an awful yeah, mother, but I'm not. No. Unless you've tried 
literally everything. Yes. And, I and, agree. and try to make it work for, you know, for your spouse's sake and for the kid's sake. I completely agree. Yeah. Next question comes from Steph. Steph says, my boyfriend and I have been together for six years. We have two kids. I'm ready to settle down, but he still wants to be a bachelor and isn't ready to be responsible. I want to keep our family together. Um, should we keep trying? Should I wait? Or when should I walk away? Ooh. What? I think if they've been together for six years, two kids. If he still wants to be a bachelor, like at some point you gotta to go. you gotta just walk. Like yeah. I mean, as much as you wanna sit there and wait for him, I think it's time to to pack your bags and keep moving. Find somebody better. and this is and this is where I come from on this. As somebody that had a situation that grew up in a broken up or not broken up household, but split time between my mom and my dad. And, and clearly I could tell when parents weren't, weren't ready to be responsible. I think that, um, you know, it's better to have at least one dedicated responsible parent than to have one half-ass parent. I agree. But she doesn't, does she? I mean, is he responsible? Does he help take care of the family? Um, is he, he actually playing he wants the field? To, he or wants he, to be what, a bachelor. What does this piece of paper mean to her? She says he I mean, wants, a lot of couples. He wants don't to get be married. a bachelor and isn't ready to be responsible. So it doesn't sound like he really wants to to take on that responsibility. Like he probably wasn't ready, and he's like, "It happened, and now I'm stuck here, and I'm just kind of going with the motions." He's, he's probably grease. Yeah, he's probably greasing the hair back in the you know for like you know doing that long <laughs> grease the hair back moment he's in like, the bathroom, just well, like. Hey, look at I look good in this in this uh you know part silk part rayon shirt right now going out to the club. Uh, you know I have he, thoughts on this. Yeah, he probably wants to to move in as long as she hires a hot nanny. Ooh, I, we played the Bachelor in my house, but it's like we're reenacting the show, just trying to see if it makes right. sense. What were you saying, Rena? Well. I I would love to know more about like what that means that he he wants to be a bachelor and he and you know doesn't want to be responsible. Quite frankly, he's not he's not setting a good example for those children. So I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of of you know kids are so observant. Absolutely. And so you know he needs to shit or get off the pot. I and th- and if you know and and, yes. he, and if and if he is not gonna step up his game and you know stop doing whatever it is that he's doing that she's implying. Yeah. Then I think, she, she and as much as it, she's afraid to break up the family, I get that. But what's going to be best for you and your kids in the long run? I mean, there could be a, a gentleman out there who wants to be a father figure and would be and would set a great example for those kids. I mean, I had a stepdad for thirteen years, and he was so wonderful. I mean, yeah. I you know I love my dad, but my dad wasn't the best dad for us, and yeah. My stepdad was fantastic. I mean, he, yeah. he changed my life. You so. have to find what's going to work best for your family. And if, <clears throat> right, you know, if you, you can't accept the fact that, you know what, you yeah. dropped your pants and you had a kid, it's like, you know what, then you got to keep moving. It sucks, Is that how it but- works? <laughs> it just happens you just drop him and you're like oh well, I have a baby now all right. haven't, haven't you seen I didn't know I was pregnant I just, I'm, I'm, writing, I'm, taking, I'm taking notes I'm taking notes <laughs> okay um, this next question comes from Jay and Jay says what do I do when I catch my boyfriend checking out other girls um, when we're out together I brought it up to him but he just tells me that I'm being silly and insecure I think this is a jealousy issue Rena what do you think um, I'm a little confused by this. So this this is a girl. Yes, it's a girl. Okay, who goes um, by J? Who the goes by J? J A E. Oh J. Okay, okay. So and right. her boyfriend stares at other girls. Um, she I guess has issues with jealousy. We talked about this last week about jealousy. Jealousy, by definition, is a fear of the loss of love. So she definitely needs to 
look at whatever is happening inside of her that's creating that jealousy, but I'm not going to let her boyfriend get off scot-free either. Um, you know, if you really love someone and you're, and you honor and respect them, you're not then don't check be, other don't be out. checking out yeah. other girls I and mean, don't be a douche. And if you are, then you need to move along because that's disrespectful to the person that you're with. And she, quite frankly, she's feeling that it's disrespectful. Yeah. And he so should, I'm not going to put it all on her and say her that feelings. she's... Absolutely. And he should just not be a slime ball, you know? Absolutely. Well, okay. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, I want this que- this next question to go to you. This one comes from Les, and Les says, Every guy I've been with wants to try anal sex. I'm not sure it's something <laughs> I'm into. Um, what is it with guys? Why do all they want is anal? Well, that I don't. I don't know. I don't think that all guys want anal. Um, we have anal retentive sex. Um, is that the same thing? Uh, no. Uh, I, well, think, I, actually... I think. I think that it's an interesting uh, thing. You know, there's. You know, the. You know, if you're into. If you're into trying things, you know, anal sex is one of those things to try. Um, and do it with somebody that you're comfortable with. Yeah. Don't just I... go in and open up your butthole to everybody that comes your way. Well, I, I would agree with that. Rena has a horrible problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> she is just an open butthole kind of girl. And I'm like, sweetheart, we are at church. Um, no, but ultimately. He's we yeah, don't go to church. Yeah, Come on. No, but she definitely has an open butt. Uh, no, but it's just, you know, uh, it's just, you got to really be in love. Don't you? I mean, you don't. I just don't yeah, think you don't throw. Just give it up. You Absolutely. don't throw that around. That's a serious thing. Because, quite frankly, you know, if you if you know about it, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's not always. It doesn't always end out end up bright. You know what I mean? Like, but Rena, I just think in general, you should never do anything you don't want to do. And if cool. your partner, you know, whether it's that specifically, it could be anything. It could be something that to the the public might be even be considered you know, quote unquote, normal or tame. But if you don't want to do it and your partner doesn't understand, then you're not with the right person. That's a good yeah. point. Nicely done. Absolutely. Well said. I agree. I agree. Okay, and now let's get into our question of the night. What is the key to making a relationship work? What is the one thing, Paige, let's start with you. What is the one thing you think is key for making a relationship work? I think it's communication. I think like we talked about, you know, with every, I mean, every other issue, it's come down to, to confronting the issues, talking about it, having a level of transparency in the relationship. Um, what do you think it is, Paige? You've been in a relationship for a while. I think it's perseverance. Perseverance. You know. I like it. Yeah. Okay. It's a commitment. It's an understanding that getting into a relationship means you're getting into an ordeal. Yes. You're, you're taking on an entire extra person. And every person is so complicated and comes with so many fears and insecurities and idiosyncrasies and baggage and everything else under the sun. And and just when you think you know someone, you don't. And if you're going to make it last, you have to be in it for the long haul. And you have to be in it because it's hard. You have to be in it because it's going to be difficult and you're going to grow. I like it. Okay. Mike and Rena, what do you guys think? because you... Yes. Mike, Rena, you should be in sync with this. You should have the same exact answer. It should be in both of your minds right now. And I want you to say it at the exact same time. <laughs> what is the key to making a relationship work, Rena? Housework. No, I think it's uh, communication. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's communication too. Mike? Yeah, no, I, I, but here, you know, here's the thing that we're working on, if I can add to this, is... Okay. Make time for f- 
taking breaks and actually having a vacation and getting away from the situation that you sort of box yourself into with work and everything else. You know, we're working together. We're working out of our house. When we're not doing the podcasting stuff, we're doing our other ventures, comedy for me, Rena is voiceover. We got to find time to take breaks yeah, and do stuff that, you know, is simple. Walking, uh, walking the dogs, you know, going out to a movie, uh, seeing a play, going to concerts, doing doing what normal people do. Sure, I have a hard time with it because I have a hard time disconnecting, and I got to yeah, work on that too. personally. And then sometimes that becomes the conflict. But yeah, you know, for, for me, it's communication, and it's what Paige said. It's it's commitment, and I've always been I've always been that kind of person. I'm very tenacious. I'm very committed to something. I'm very loyal, and I think you do have to have that. You have to have that. You know, we are in this to win this, no matter how much shit goes down. Um, and I think communication's key for me. It's hard because I'm very fiery and feisty. And sometimes the hardest thing for me to do is to actually communicate exactly what I'm feeling. So that's a big one for me. But I do think if you can, if you have good communication with your partner, that's really productive. You can do anything. I really believe this is the that. best communication we've ever had right now. That was the best communication <laughs> we've ever had. You have to take leaving off the table. That just has to be off the table. So no matter where the fight goes, you're forced to rise above the fight. And if you think about, you know, like any difficult goal, like somebody doesn't go mountain climbing because it's easy. Somebody doesn't climb Kilimanjaro so they can get up to the top and go, oh, oh that was cool. Let's have a latte. They, they climb it because at the <laughs> end, yeah. it's this <laughs> amazing celebration. Like, oh, my God, we did that. I did that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, and that's what a relationship can be. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. So our relation, our relationship is Kilimanjaro. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. So trudging through that hard climb. I exactly. love it. And our I relationship want... is more like Mount Everest during that earthquake recently. No, right? no, <laughs> no, no. Is it too no, soon no, for that? It's, it's too, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I, I appreciate all of your feedback, Rena and Paige and Mike. Rena, what's your Twitter handle for people? My Twitter handle is uh, at rm Villano. And Paige, yours is. At real Paige Davis. At real Paige Davis, because she's the realest Paige Davis you're ever going to follow on Twitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike? Paige Davis was taken, so. <laughs> I'm still using homing pigeons. Oh, Am I so- the only one? <laughs> Am I the only one? In your photos and eggs? <laughs> yeah. I mean, people don't do that anymore. You got to say what it is. It's, uh, it's at Mike Cassentini. And his last name is C A S E N T I N I. Look at that. It's hard and to Mike, spell. Where, how often is. Uh, your black podcast and white. on black and white. With we, release, yeah. uh, we release. We uh, release. We're actually changing the release day. We're going to be releasing Sundays and Wednesdays at uh, eight o'clock in the morning. And Twice what's the Twitter handle for the show? Black White Yumi. That's right. And where can people listen to it? They can listen to it at the networkstudios.com. <laughs> That's right. And everybody also has to go and donate to Operation Backpack. Visit operationbackpacknyc.org. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Don't forget to subscribe and listen on iTunes. That is a must. Follow Paige at Real Paige Davis at Mike Cassantini. And Rena, yours again was? At RM Villano. RM Villano. We will be back next week with an all-new episode of Hashtag No Filter. Get today's Drink of the Week recipe and more at JustPlainZach.com. Keep the love alive and keep it sexy. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. 